Alrighty, get ready all you golf junkies out there. Grab your beard, your seltzers, and your free rolls. Throw your clubs over the shoulder, pop your headphones in, and kill some time with us on your closest 19th hole. Ladies and gentlemen from Massachusetts and across the world, here is everything from the tee box to green that you need to know. This is the Boston Golf Pod. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Boston Golf Pod. And I want to thank everybody out there, all of our listeners. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Boston Golf Pod. I am your co-host, Chris Hurlbut. And I'm your co-host, Nick Super. Um, first of all, we've been uh want to thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, if you can help us start growing the podcast a little bit, um, get us uh get some more listeners for us. Check out all our uh, our social media, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Um, but mainly, go to our web ch- website. Check out our website, bostongolfpod.com. Um, that's where you're going to get all the information, um, all the best, like most up-to-date information, especially about all the courses that we talk about and the courses that we don't talk about, uh, especially right now at this time of year, during the fall. Uh, we know about fall golf. Uh, a lot of places, uh, a lot of um, courses are doing their aerations, uh, greens aerating and everything. So I have a little section on the webpage about uh, trying to stay up to date on what courses are doing their greens aerating, you know. Um, so check that out as well over there. Now, today we are going to be, uh, finish up the two Boston Municipal Golf Courses. We did William Davin at Franklin Park. Now, today... We are going to do the other Boston Municipal course, George Wright, uh, another beautiful Donald Ross-designed golf course in the greater Boston area. Um, but first, Nick, how are we doing today, buddy? I'm all right. It's worked all day. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we didn't uh, – today, uh, we played George Wright together in the rain uh, last week. And we had the course to ourselves. It was kind of a, uh, I think, I don't want to say once in a once in a lifetime opportunity, very unique opportunity. We were literally the only ones out on the course. And, uh, I mean, it was downpouring when we started, but there was like a two-hour time frame in the middle of our round. It was perfect. It wasn't even raining. Like, it was, it was gorgeous. And to be able to like take our time and play George Wright and take a look around at everything around us, like a lot of times you don't get that opportunity, like you know. So it was really, really cool, um, and it's like, kind of one of the benefits of playing golf in the rain. Sometimes it's, it can be super peaceful, like, and um, you get to take in everything. You know, you don't have people in front of you, you don't have people behind you. Like, how how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that, Nick? Yeah, that day was nice. I mean, that was one day that we got to just kind of be with you know kind of just learn and experience the golf course as it was like just you know it was nice yeah like i mean like i said on that day while we were out there like it wasn't uh um not too many times or opportunities like where uh i can help and like try to learn some tricks of the trade and, and and incorporate them and help you with that like while we're actually playing you know like it's uh it's tough to like, you know, Nick, uh, Nick has a, a, a dramatic slice. I would say <laughs> is how you would, how you would put that. 
So we're trying to straighten that out for him. And uh, like, you know, neither, you know, life is busy. We don't have time to go to the range and, uh, you know, be able to do that, you know? So like, it was nice to be able to have that day to, to ourselves out in the course where I could like try to help you and start straightening things out. And uh, I, I'd say, you know, it's, it's improving. It's definitely improving. And it was warm. So, that was good. Yeah. George Wright Golf Course. Another uh, one of the two Boston courses, municipal courses run by the city of Boston. Um, two different, very different courses between Davin at Franklin Park and George Wright. Two very different style golf courses. Um, if you haven't checked out our William Davin at Franklin Park podcast, go check that out. Uh, all the information, uh, up to, you know, pretty fairly up to date information about Franklin Park is definitely uh, covered in that podcast. Um, so George Wright, like I said, is a Donald Ross designed golf course. Um, it's at Hyde Park, uh, one of the neighborhoods here in Boston. Um, it was open in 1938. Um, and it was a, uh, one of President Roosevelt's, uh, back in the day, he uh, incorporated some programs uh, to get people outdoors. It was like, uh, you know, after the First World War. Um, and they, um, they allotted a bunch of money to build, uh, like, um, public spaces for very various things. And that George Wright was one of the recipient of, of one of those. Mm. Yeah. So it also gained a lot more not notoriety. Um, golf digest rated it the best municipal golf course in Massachusetts and the 14th best municipal golf course in the United States by golf week in 2009. So it's got a lot of uh, national coverage, um, and uh, it, it, it's due. Like the course is probably one of the best municipal golf courses ever played. Between layout, how it's kept, and um, design, you know, like it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it is your typical New England golf course, tight. Sure. Uh, a lot of undulations, a lot of blind shots. Um, hilly, it's hilly. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's a special little golf course. So who is George Wright? George Wright was a Hall of Fame baseball player who played for the... Um, he, uh, it wasn't the Red Sox at the time, actually. It was the Boston Red Stockings. The course was uh, built by citizens of Boston. Uh, Interesting. Their intent was to have a solid Boston City golf course. Um, it was actually intended to be a private club at first, but uh, it did not. Uh, it, it has basically always been. Uh, it, it didn't go it work out to be a private club. It was always been um, an open public club. Um, it has gone through a couple different. Uh, um, remodels uh donald ross had his design in the original and in the he had his hand in the remodel as well too um it is an 18 hole course and uh it uh, it holds uh a lot of like uh for mass golf which used to be the mga massachusetts golf associations uh public uh Every year they have like the U.S. Amateur or not U.S. Well, Mass Amateur, Mass Mid Amateur, 
and there's qualifying tournaments throughout the state for it to get into those tournaments. And George Wright is consistently always one of the Boston area courses that are hosting these turn uh, hosting one of these qualifying tournaments. This year, actually, 2023, they hosted a qualifier for U.S. Mid Amateur, um, which uh, uh, was played uh, in the U.S. Mid Amateur was played at, at uh, in New York, um, and one of the qualifiers was here in Boston. So it gives um, they tried to keep. Uh, a lot of the uh, like local qualifiers for the uh, big amateur tournaments um, throughout the country, at accessible courses, the good accessible courses, and so that just is kind of like a, a, like a notch on George Wright's belt buckle that they continually go back to this course every year, um, to be you know for hosting tournaments like that. So like you know. If you ever see a golf course that is um, listed as like at the beginning of the year, if you um, this is a little a tip for for amateur golfers who want to go play in different courses, at the beginning of the year, your states will lay out like their um, their tournaments for the year, like whether it be like for Massachusetts, the Mass Amateur, the Mass Public Links, the Mass Senior Amateur, um, and so on and so forth, Women's Amateur. Um, there will be qualifiers throughout the year to play in these tournaments. They're always going to be at public golf courses. Majority, I don't want to say always. I would say like ninety percent of them are going to be at public golf courses, and you can go out and play. So, look at the, um, and they're not going to put them on uh, piece of shit golf courses either. So, at the beginning of the year, if you know that the, the, the your state's golf association is having tournaments at such and such course, you know that they're going to be a little, um, a little, I don't want to say highly thought of, but they're going to be, it's going to be a course that uh, uh, the state thinks highly of, and they're going to put some of their best tournaments at. So just a little tip for people. George Wright continually over the years has hosted many of these tournaments. So just like, like I said, a little notch in their belt. All right, they got some interesting pin locations too. There, yeah. So the one thing about George Wright is for sure. Uh, I think you just quickly think off the top of my head. I don't think there's really any big greens on that on that golf course. Um, oh, they, yeah. No, they're all pretty small greens with a lot of undulations and rolling. Maybe two. You could in the second hole. You could kind of consider that a bigger green. Um, and the um, the other one there, uh, shoot, it's a, it's a beautiful hole down the hill. I think it's like thirteen or fourteen. Um, it's actually going to be. Uh, I'll get it straight when I, when when we post the link to this in our Instagram post. I have some pictures of you of when you played that hole that day. But that I think two in that hole. I think it's thirteen or fourteen are probably the biggest greens on the course. So that kind of says something. Two out of eighteen holes are the only two holes I can think of that have big greens. So like, yeah, there it's, um, it's, a, it's a, it's a great, great little course. What, um, what, what, what was you, what's your, the first thing that comes to your mind about the course, Nick? Good question, but I'll tell you, 
the one thing that comes to my mind is walking up the steps of that clubhouse. It is wicked. It, it, so that is the original clubhouse. It is um, wicked. Yeah, it was uh, it never rebuilt. It's the original clubhouse. Um, it, it's dated, but it has that real, real sense of nostalgia to it. Oh, yeah. Um, Big time. That makes you, that makes the day right there. Yeah. Like it's it's almost got like castle vibes to it, right? The clubhouse itself. And then we posted a couple pictures from the locker room on George Wright, and that's where they I can tell that they were trying to uh be a private when you were saying that. Cool. Yeah, like it, so um the city of Boston, uh with they offer if you're members, you can rent rent lockers um which will fit clubs in them. Mm -hmm. um, so like it, that's a pretty convenient thing for somebody that doesn't drive or something you know like you can store your clubs there yeah um i i like i i i know that's not gonna be everyone's opinion like a nostalgia feeling towards it but like we just kind of like take a step back and be like look they're, they're kind of just keeping shit the same you know like there's uh um old metal lockers and you know it's like exposed pipe and everything like it's funny because like i when um I was waiting for you to show up today. Last time we played there, I, and I was talking to Mike in the pro shop, who's worked there for like thirty-five years. And I, I said, you know, I like I like this place. Like, you like, you know, like the locker rooms. It's old, and like, he's like, yeah, they need to be updated. I'm sick of looking at them like that. I'm like, yeah, but Mike, it's like, if you just go and update the locker rooms, like, okay, well, the, the clubhouse is still original. What's that do for it? You know, just keep it, keep it the way it is. A lot of people can appreciate like that that old dated look, you know, for for a course that's been around for, you know, going on eighty five years, you know, like then they haven't touched it, they haven't touched anything in the clubhouse. So it's like they don't offer like this, not like high end amenities at this course or anything like that. The go the golf course is the is what you should be excited to go there for. Um, Someone told me um, I didn't see it because it was raining. And when we played there before, I didn't see it either. But I guess there's like a a grill on hole nine to ten. Um, uh, so there, there there is like the, the same type of little grill situation that that's at Franklin Park on the inside. But I've okay. noticed that they're not open as much as they are at Franklin Park. I don't know if that's just because we played there early in the mornings when we have played there. Um, Good but to know. They, yeah, and it's the same. It's the same situation as Franklin Park, where uh, it's basic stuff, you know, like yeah. sandwiches, hot dogs, hamburgers, beers, and you know, that's it. You know, um, but yeah, um, I mean, it's all you need when you go to the when you go to the golf course. Like you know, no, you don't need much more than that. So let's see accessibility to get to George Wright. Um, driving to George Wright, I guess. Uh, I mean, you can speak to that, Nick. Like, how's your experience with driving? Awful. Right? Awful. Yeah. Depending on what time of day, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Schools are around there. Yeah. Uh, I guess a lot of people who work around there, you be patient driving it. That's all. Give yourself time, right? Yeah. Be patient. Yeah. It's in a really a pretty heavily populated area. A in, a nice in a nice neighborhood of Hyde Park. Very heavily populated. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's, 
no matter, there's, there's no quick in and out of a highway or anything like that, right? You know, so like you're going through a lot of like you know normal city streets, definitely normal city streets. Um, but for me to get to George Wright, uh, not too bad. It does take a little bit longer. Uh, it's the same thing. Like like everyone that has listened to us before, I come down from Malden. I take the Orange Line all the way down to Forest Hills. There's two different buses you can take to get to George Wright. There's the Route 50 bus that only runs like once every half hour, but that will drop you off literally at the end of the, at the end of the driveway in a parking lot. Um, and then you can take either the uh, the 32 bus, um, which runs every 10 minutes or so, but then you got to walk like a half mile from where you get off there, which isn't that bad. But um, it's it's uh, it's still very accessible. Like if if you can't drive, like uh, you know, it's, it's not that big of a deal. Um, just got to plan for it a little bit. Um, parking, that they have a huge parking lot of George Wright. I don't think you would ever have to worry about that. There's a lot of parking there. Now, this is the biggest problem with George Wright, folks. Getting tea times. Um, Nick, you want to talk about that? Yeah. Tea times are hard to get. Um, we so, got- first of all, non-residents uh, or uh, non-permit holders, I should say, not non-residents. People that are not members, non-permit holders, you have uh, four days out from uh, to book. So if you want to play Monday, the earliest you can book is Thursday. Um, uh, permit holders or members, I think, have seven days. So... Uh, yeah, and they fill up quick. Uh, so, like, every time that we try to play Mondays, uh, like, for Thursday morning, if you want to play first thing Monday morning, say, like, 8 o'clock or so, and Nick like Nick and I like to go out, you have to be on your phone or on the, on the website Thursday morning at 6 a.m. usually to try to get that tea time. And it's no guarantee that you're going to get it. Um, if you can be a little more flexible, like I would say, if you're like flexible and saying like you trying to play any time in the morning, you may you may be okay. But there has been times where we have been we tried playing this course back in August. We were only able to play it once in August because everything was just full. Yeah, they they um, very quickly. Yeah, they're uh, it's a very popular course um, to play because it is. I don't want to say the nicer of the two uh, city courses. I think they both are very comparable experience-wise. They're diff- two different types of courses, golf courses. Um, but George Wright is definitely the more fancied of the two, right? They're both like they're next to each other, kind of. They're both like five minutes, six, seven minutes away from each other, right? Yeah. So the, yeah, right. Exactly. They're not they're not that far away from each other in 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 distance-wise. Um, you know, I, I just mean, like, they're going to be, uh, if you had a choice to play George Wright or, or Franklin Park. I'm going to George Wright. Yeah, right. I, I, I think the majority of people would probably do that, but at the same time, like. Um, and the same price. Yeah, it's the same price, right. So that was the next thing I was going to get to. Like, uh, George Wright and Franklin Park, uh, the prices are the same. Um, they're. Uh, it's fifty dollars non-resident, eighteen holes without a cart. Twenty dollars for the cart, so it's seventy dollars total for eighteen holes with a cart, non-resident. 
um, which is the most that you could pay for playing there. Um, it, but uh, like if you're a city of Boston resident, it's cheaper. If you're a senior, it's cheaper. Um, and you know, so on and so forth, like military and et cetera, et cetera. Um, the highest price you will pay would be uh, if you wanted to ride um, with 18 holes with a car would be $70. Um, and come to find out, they haven't raised that price at all in like the last 10 years, actually. Um, I had asked about that um, the last time I was uh, the last time I was there. Um, they, uh, yeah, they, 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 I guess they've been trying to raise that price and they, they, they could be something that's going to be happening in the future, I guess. Um, I have mixed feelings about that. Held off long enough. Well, I just i i think i still think that it, depending on how much they raise it, I guess. I, I mean, we'll get to that later on whether we think. I mean, I, I'm sure, but at the, people will know, be able to tell that at this point in time, we both feel that it's probably worth that price. But you know, if you start saying they're going to raise the greens fees, you know, they're another ten, twelve dollars. You know. There may, be another, there may be another course I'm going to look at playing first, you know? So they get the golf now app or and stuff like that. They don't show up on. Um, you may be able to get a discount. Um, like I had said about Franklin Park on rain days and stuff like that. If they don't have, uh, you know, um, much going on, not, not many people are looking to get out, then uh, they will lower the rates um, occasionally. Um, it doesn't happen very much. I think out of all the rounds I played at the Boston golf course, I've caught one, maybe two rounds that was a lower rate because of they didn't have anybody playing. Let's see what Google has to say. So overall, George Wright has a 4.5. Wow. George Wright has the most reviews out of any course we've done so far. Yeah, but it's shit ton of reviews. <laughs> so terrible. 281. Wow. And over, yeah. And their overall rating is a 4.5. So that kind of tells you, like, I, even people that are going to Google to put in a review about George Wright are, are pretty happy with it. Um, so the last person that played it uh, left this review just a day ago. Such a wonderfully designed course. Lovely undulations that made approach shots much so much fun. Um, and he has a nice little picture in there. Um, a week ago, this course is worth a drive of three hours to play. It is that good. And if you happen to be in the Boston municipal area, you should get a tea time. It's relatively short. Uh, so it, it is 6,500 yards from the tips, the back tees. I don't, for City of Boston golf, that's really not, I don't consider it short. Um, like, that's, that's in the average to average uh, average yardage, I would say, for um, courses in the greater Boston area. Be just because, you know, space is a premium. So, like, a lot of these courses are a lot smaller, um, a lot, you know, a lot tighter. So, 6,500, which is a fairly decent yardage. Um, I... I I can understand that somebody that's driving for three hours away, though, would think that it's that it's shorter because you're probably playing a, like a, a much longer, a longer course, which is more typical out in like you know, Western Mass, Central Mass area. Yeah, if you hit bad shots, big slices, big hooks, you're probably not going to find your ball. He says, "I lost four balls today. Bring extra golf balls with you." 
That's since you read The Tale of Two Golf Courses, William Davin at Franklin Park and George Wright. Yeah. That's with, you know, much, many more woods and trees and um, places to get in trouble at George Wright. More did than. The ball? Did you lose the ball at all the last time we played, though? Do you remember? At George Wright or. Yeah. yeah. No, I had the money ball for a while. <laughs> and you just played with that today, too, right? Yeah. So I still have that. That's good. That's good news. Good news for the money ball. Good news for the money ball. Uh, the quality of the greens is high. Not super fast, but very tricky nonetheless. Tee boxes are quite good. Fairways are... Uh, I don't know what he means by this. The fairways are a giveaway. Uh... Most fairways, oh, they had bare, bare spots. Um, I don't understand what he means by giveaway. But anyways, uh, yeah, so like this guy, he seemed to be very, very happy with the with the way the uh, everything about the course. Um, he gave it a four out of five stars. Um, well maintained, good layout, beautiful clubhouse on the ins from the outside. Nothing special inside. Uh, of course, it wasn't busy, so I didn't experience the slow pace of play. So, that is the biggest downfall about George Wright. Um, it kind of goes hand in hand with the situation with tea times. Um, it can be slow there. Yeah, that I uh, yeah, that that is definitely the biggest downfall about George Wright. It, the pace of play, um. Even uh, four and a half hours is probably the best you're going to get there, um, unless you're in a special situation like where nobody's there. Um, it, unfortunately, that that is the biggest downfall, in my opinion. I have had five-hour rounds there. Well, I, uh, I where where is it? Where does it? Where does it squeeze up? It's not necessarily. I think about people squeezing up. I think it's. I think it's just that. It's a. It's a more. I don't want to say an ex, a, a course for a more experienced per, player. That's not the way to put it. I think it's just a course that people get in trouble in much more, um, eat much easier than like say at a Franklin Park. Um, like they like that like that Google review said he lost four balls. So if you think about it, every single time you lose a ball, that's probably five to ten minutes looking for it, at least probably right. You know, so right. if you lost four balls, well, say just on an average, if you lost four balls that round, at the bare minimum, that's twenty minutes, right? If you're looking five minutes for the ball, you know, so every time you lost the ball, it's five minutes. Average, you know, maybe once a week golfer or like once every other every other week golfer, you're going to find it pretty difficult. And um, whether you're losing balls or, you know, it, you, you got to keep the ball in front of you. You got to keep the ball in play at this golf course. Um, let's see here. A lot of, um, I never understand if you take the time to go to Google to write a review and you just put in the stars. You don't like put anything in about it. I don't yeah. know who has the time to do that. Um, 
Great experience playing this highly rated municipal golf course. Staff was very helpful and friendly. Course was in great condition. Uh, heavy amount of play, which caused uh, slow times. Yeah. He didn't bring his clubs on this trip. He used a decent set of rental clubs. Okay, that's a good, that's a nice new thing that we haven't really seen in any reviews, which is nice for people to talk about. Like, all both, both Boston City courses offer rental clubs. So, if you happen to be here and you don't have your clubs, well, this one random person that this was like a few weeks ago said he was happy with a set of rental clubs that he used. And um, I played with a person at Franklin Park about a month ago or so that used a set of rental clubs. And he said he had no problems. He was very happy with them as well, too. So just another option for people. If you don't have your clubs, you forget your clubs, you're coming into Boston to, you know, for work or, you know, business, school, whatever it is. You can come out and play as well, too, because they offer the rentals. Um, wonder what they were. I've, I've seen them. Uh, like I said, I played with some a guy before. They're nothing special. They're, they're just like, you know, Dick Sporting Goods, like, you yeah. know, Tor, Tor, uh, you know, Tor XC clubs or, you know, like, but, you know, it, it, it's a nice option for them to offer. There are a ton and ton of five and four star reviews for George Wright in the past. It looks like this whole entire last, this whole season. I had to go three months back to find a review that's unfavorable. And it says uh, that he could never get a tea time. Yeah. So that's just the thing. Like, you know, you, 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 uh, if you want to get a tea time for tomorrow, you're probably not going to get it. You know, it, it's uh, it can be difficult because it's very popular. It's a very high, it's a highly rated, and like like I had said before, it, the, the course has been ranked by Golf Digest and Golf Week. Um, I, I I'm sure they still do those things. You know, like um, like the, the, we're past the days of publications. You know, magazines and stuff like that. But I'm sure that for Golf Digest. The biggest publication in golf to like come out and do a full review and everything and like to be rated in I mean they're in their top ten of municipal golf courses in the state and top fourteen in the country. Um so people are gonna wanna play this golf course. You know, um it's definitely the more fancy, like I said, the more fancy golf course out of the two Boston City courses. Um so that is, I don't want to say it's a downfall. It's just like, it, 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 it's just like a hurdle you have to, uh, you know, a hurdle you have to jump to be able to play to play George Wright. Beyond, you know, you want to play Monday, you have to get on Thursday on the website on, you know, Thursday morning to be able to get it Monday morning tea time, and it's not guaranteed you're going to get it. Definitely not. Um. So, look, and the last review I'm going to talk about is just the same exact thing that we just touched on. Great course if you enjoy five-plus-hour rounds. Worst pace of play I've ever encountered. Um, so, I've heard, I have never played there on the weekends myself, but I, I would say, like, it's probably not a course. Um, uh, if you can try not to play it on the weekends, I think that you, you, your pace of play is going to be a little faster. 
I think the pace of play on the weekends could probably definitely be in that five hour round, uh, five, not five hour, five hour, five hour area. Um, what else? Staffing. Uh, I've, I think all the staff there, I've always been super polite. Um, there are a couple older guys that are a little more like, you know, rigid and have been around the block. So they, you may have to, you know, warm up to them, you know, like, uh, they may not seem like the most, uh, like, uh, conversational people, uh, right off the bat, but they're glad and happy to talk about anything about that course. If you have questions, um, it's kind of like a good little segue to like break the ice with them. You know, like if you, uh, so they, they just I think they have a lot of pride in 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 in, in the in that golf course and it, it kind of shows like you 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 um um they they want to keep it in tip top running shape I guess is all you can say um what else there is usually always a like uh a food and drink situation there is uh the same kind of like snack bar area inside they do have a cart girl um, as well, too. Uh, we didn't see her the last time. I'm sure that, you know, they don't, they're not going to send her out in the rain. Um, what else? What's your favorite hole there, Nick? You think of what that would be? Yeah, I was trying to think of it. Hmm. What do you think? I'd um, like five. Say it again. I like the pop. Is two pop five? Two. No, two's the uh, par four. Um, the, the three is the par five. That's, uh, yeah, that's a long, narrow one. Good one. That's a nice big hole. Yeah, it's the, I think it's the longest hole in the course. You have to keep the ball in play, or your scorecard is going to blow up really quick on that hole. Yeah, you could get a you can get a a snowman on that very quickly. Yeah, like. Your tee shot has to be down the middle. There's really no room to go left or right. Um, I my favorite hole in that course is probably um, uh, it's, it's a toss up. I really like the 17th, the par three. Um, I, that that hole, like it's kind of like a little elevated green and it's guarded with bunkers all over the place. It's uh, it's like a 150 160 tee shot depending on where the tees are um and like the green like i said the green is just kind of like propped up elevated and it's got bunkers surrounding it all over the place so if you miss the green you're probably going to end up in a bunker um 16 the hole before that you're going up that hill remember that like and if you don't get it onto the green and even if you do get it onto the green it's going to come back down to you mm -hmm. oh yeah 18 was a short par four to, to the left. Yeah, a dog leg left. Yeah. Um, but so let's see here. There's the par five, five before that. So 16, 15, uh, 14. So it's got to be 14 is the one I think that is my favorite hole. It's um, uh, 13 or 14. It's the par four that is straight. It's straight ahead, but then it drops way down below. Re remember you? That's where you smoked your tee shot. 
like that hole. I like that hole too because it's a, a the the fairway drops into a nice. So if you ever like, and you the picture I'll post later for the or when we post the show, um, I have that I have a picture of you with your chip or pitch shot that you had that day, and you can kind of see the hole behind you. It's like the fairway kind of zigzags down that hill. And you can so, see it. Yeah, you, you can kind of see it. It's pretty. It's really. I mean, it was a really, really cool design. I think it's probably like their signature hole that they like wave, you know, wave their head on. Like, um, it's probably the signature hole of the course just by the layout and design. Um, but it is a really, it, it, I don't know, it's just a beautiful golf hole. I, yeah, now that you're saying it, now I remember that hole. That hole was wicked. Nice. It, has little, it has a little creek that runs in front of the green and everything like that. Yeah. And I got yeah. it. I bogeyed that. <laughs> yeah, you did. You you uh you you had a really good chip shot or pitch shot from like 40, 50 yards out. Yeah. A low one. Yeah, a low one, but it was raining and it you, you can be aggressive, it's gonna sit right down for you. Yep. Um George Wright, very, very popular. Donald Ross design, typical New England golf course right in the city of Boston. Um, trees, blind shots, uh, pretty, I don't want to say fairly quick greens, but they're just very true greens, very, um, uh, like, you're getting the same thing every time you play there. Um, like, you know, they're not lightning fast, but they're not, you know, they're just a, a good, good average speed, uh, putting surfaces, very well kept. And, um, you think it's worth the you think it's worth the price we pay? Yeah. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think I uh it's just good golf. That's I, I think that all I can sum it up as is it's just a good golf course. Absolutely. That's it. I think everyone you got any final thoughts, Nick? Final thoughts. Final thoughts on the golf course was that if you're going, you should definitely be patient going in and everything will be good. And I think you'll shoot nice, low scores. I, yeah, I, I, I would, uh, that's good advice. I, I think, uh, Tame your expectations on playing a quick round because it's probably not going to happen there. Take in the scenery. Take in the advantage of playing a top public golf course in Massachusetts, top public golf, golf course in the United States, a lot of people say. Because um, the conditions and the layout of the golf course are fantastic. Um, it can be... Rounds can be slow there. Um, and you have to... You really, really have to, uh, like, you know, when the tee times become available four days out, you have to get, you have to, you know, you really have to uh, pay attention to that. Um, and, you know, but other than that, it's just a golf, a fantastic golf course worth every penny of it. Definitely. All right, folks. Thank you for joining us for another episode here on the Boston Golf Pod. Please check out all our social medias. What are they, Nick? 
Boston Golf Pod Instagram. Yep, Boston Golf Pod on Instagram. Yep. Boston Golf Pod on Twitter. Twitter. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, but I don't post that much. Yet. I kind of forget about Twitter, to be honest with you. Um, Boston Golf Pod on YouTube. We are definitely going to start filming some on-course content. Um, we have our, I have already started doing that a little bit. We're going to start doing a little bit more. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, I'm learning a lot as I go. and I uh, There's some things that uh, we, we're going to have to do to be able to make that a little bit better. I don't want to put out some crap content for you. Uh, I, I'm understanding that like we have to wear microphones because... Nobody, I don't want to go out and put put content out of us playing, and the audio sounds like crap, you know. So like, I want I want you to be able to know and hear what's going through our minds. Like, uh, like I'll tell you like what I'm hitting at what yardages and stuff like that. I've been doing a little filming uh, when I'm playing by myself and realized that I, um, yeah, like, you just have to have microphones for it to come out well. Um, yeah, so stay tuned to the YouTube page because there will be stuff like that coming out very, very soon. Go to our website, bostongolfpod.com. Like I said, you can get all the latest information there and uh, latest course information there. If you like the hearing us um, about about George Wright, you can book tea times right from our website through um, to George Wright. And uh, also, please like, comment, subscribe on the wherever you get your podcast, share the podcast, um, leave messages on anything. Let us know you're there on Instagram. And uh, yeah, we hope to see you all soon out in the course.